is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. And I mean that because it's Christmas Day and we're here live for you. In fact, in full force tonight, nobody has taken the night off. Mark, you're back in town after taking a week off. Uh, Meg, you are here as well. Yeah. And thank you both for being here. Well, certainly. It's, it's my job. Well, and we want to take your phone calls about anything. It doesn't have to be Christmas-related or anything like that. You can bring up whatever you want. Uh, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, uh, of course, there's always a lot to uh, to talk about tonight. Last night, I, I mentioned a, a particular piece that we never had a chance to get to. And I definitely want to have a chance to uh, to at least touch on it here uh, tonight. It's And there's really not much to say. It's about this city in Florida. In fact, the first two stories we get to here, if we get a chance to get to the second one, are all about Florida, which is, by the way, uh, whence we come. Yes. Yeah. Not uh, me. <laughs> you, you and I, Mark. Uh, Meg, you were actually from uh, Portland, the Portland area. Yeah, Oregon, which, not Maine. <laughs> I just flew in out of uh, TPA today. Tampa. Yeah. Uh, so Sanford, Florida, according to My Fox Orlando, one by one, folks showed up to Sanford City Hall trying to take care of business, only to find out it's closed until next year. The sign on the door reads, Notice, City Hall will be closed December 23rd through January 2nd. Then they don't, uh, then they don't get their money until after New Year's, said Gene uh, Strick, who wanted to pay his water bill. Fox 35 spoke with Sanford's mayor. She says it's all part of the city's cost-cutting measures. City Hall's already closed on Fridays, so employees would have been off this Friday and next Friday, and Monday is the city's Christmas holiday. So why not just shut it down Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Due to tough financial times, the city hasn't given employees yearly raises or holiday bonuses in the past three years, so to compensate, city leaders voted to give employees Thursday, uh, Thursday, next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off, so four extra days. No word yet on how much that is saving the city. Uh, one local resident, or I guess... Jim Lee, I'm not sure if he's a resident or city worker. That's very nice of them. However, I'm oh yeah, resident. I'm here to pay my bill. I feel they've already have Friday off. Give me Thursday, okay? That long of a period is a little too much. See, people have business that they want to take care of. They've got bills that uh, they need to uh, to get taken care of. Uh, the water bill, etc. And well, the city's just decided that they're closed. So what if your bill was due that week? I suppose you could send it in. I suppose you could send it in. That's uh, that's a good point. And most places have like that online pay option now. So no, I don't know if smaller towns are going to have that. I mean, this is a this. Is, I don't know how big Sanford is, but if they're closed on Fridays already, they're probably not the biggest area of Florida. Mark, if you want to pull it up, like Sanford's not big. No, Sanford. You've been through there before. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's up by Orlando. Yeah. So well, I just think it's it, the point here is that uh, there there are all kinds of people that are used to going in and, and doing things with the government, and here they are being told they can't, and they're very upset about it. What about all the the concern over you know the the police running or the the criminals running wild? What about that? I mean, the government is well, shutting surely down. the government. Uh, the, the police are still yeah. on duty. Yeah, that's that's probably true. But nonetheless, I mean, don't we need government? I mean, we have to have government around. How can they shut down for an entire week? Yeah, governments sh- have shut down all over the nation and world for periods of time, and somehow people manage to make it make do. Um, you know, that's uh, they'll be fine. The mayor says that with City Hall shut down, folks might be inconvenienced if they want to apply for a, b- a building permit since they'll have to wait until next year. She did say folks like Lee could write a check and leave utility bill payments in the drop-off box, uh, etc. and so on. I think that if the government's closed and you try to go get a permit, shouldn't that be a valuable, or, you know, a valid reason to not get the permit? Hey, you, I tried. 
I went over. I, I need to get this built this week. I tried to get the permit. You weren't open. So we're just going to go ahead and build anyway. Well, it makes sense to us. But uh, to the government people, I mean, they're going to make you wait for six weeks to even, you know, get an approval on that permit anyway. Yeah, so you need to, you need to put, a, put aside six months to get an, <laughs> yeah. a permit. Well, actually, it probably would be a good time to get that building done because if Sanford has building inspectors, they're not working. So if you could get something done in, in a week's time when the government is completely shut down, you know those building inspectors are not going around policing neighborhoods and looking at job sites at that time. Presuming you could find the people that would be willing to uh, to work the job. I just uh, we've, we've seen stories here where cities are doing, you know, they're having a tough time. I didn't uh, pull it for the show prep, but I saw a headline recently about like the top 100 cities that are in a dire financial uh, situation right now. And that means you're going to see more of this. Well, the, the governments in general are having a lot of problems right now. There was this big uh, bo- booming period where they could, you know, they, they increased all the things they were doing. Under the Republicans from 2000 to 2006, the government grew by more than 60 percent, as I recall. You know, the, the small government Republicans. Sure, they cut it to the bone, Mark. Yeah, I, I believe that it was Tom DeLay who said it. They cut the government to the bone! So, can't go any further. It, uh, yeah, you couldn't cut it. Cut it. Well, I thought it was too big in 1995. I yeah. can't imagine where this guy was. I think he was saying it in 2008 or something like that, or 06. I think it was like 06. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, governments grew, 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 because there were good times, and now they don't know how to uh, to contract. The federal government could just keep printing money, and that's okay. But state governments and local governments, they don't have that. To that option, not especially be- in Florida, where property values have gone down, they're swirling down the the mm-hmm. uh, the crapper there, and uh, you know, so the governments aren't getting nearly the money, and they don't want to lay people off. They've had to. Right. Um, I think this is a better solution, shutting down for a little while. Honestly, we don't need these people doing what they're doing. Uh, the, I mean, worst case scenario, somebody's gonna you know build a house that's uh, you know taller than it's supposed to be, the wrong color or something like that. Yeah. Really? That's what the building inspectors are here for? I mean, well, they would have you believe that uh, without them, houses would be falling down. They may, but houses, catching uh, on houses fire. fell, caught, caught on fire and fell down for lots of years. Why do we they hire? They still do. <laughs> Indeed. Why, why do, why do we hire the guys that inspect the real estate before we buy it in the first place? The, ins- the actual professional inspectors? Yeah. Why do we hire them? I mean, if the government was there to make sure the thing was constructed properly in the first place... You shouldn't need to, then, right? You shouldn't need it. But you'll still find cracks in the foundation. You'll still find bad wiring. You'll still find these things. So We need more government, Mark. That's (laughs) the problem. Apparently, the government needs to just keep on doing it. And then, when there's a liability to a building, you won't be able to sue them because you can't sue the government. We need more inspectors, Mark. We need to have a bigger uh, inspection bureaucracy. They need to be inspecting every inch of your home on well, a yearly basis to make sure. Here's what that- I can tell you is people that are not responsible for their behavior, and that's the government inspectors, are never going to do a good job. If a building falls down today, the government inspector who put his stamp on it doesn't lose his job. He doesn't. He doesn't carry any kind of liability. He doesn't. Or if the restaurant is uh, got have to rats pay running it. around like that. Uh, remember that Taco Bell in, uh, New, in York New York City, City yeah. where the they actually building, the, uh, the the health inspector had just been de- through the day before. They actually saw rats all over the floor when oh, they were just the yeah, people I, on the outside of the store that when they were closed. Yeah, I used to work at a restaurant, and we were actually in a building that was condemned, but we just paid off the health inspector. No it's, kidding. It's not hard to do. I nope. mean, I'd sit there, you know, with 
just a tank top or sports bra on cooking, which is completely against, you know, every health code regulation, <laughs> cigarette in my hand and, you know, stirring whatever fires going everywhere. I just paid <laughs> off the health inspector. It didn't matter. Those people are so easy to pay off. Yeah. Well, it depends. It depends on, uh, you know, which one you're dealing with, some uh, more than others. But, but you're back to the illusion of security. They're, right. The illusion they're not responsible. Either way, I don't care who they are. They're not responsible for their inspection. They are not going to lose their job job. It's extraordinarily rare that uh, one of these union government bureaucrats loses their job. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was interesting. Yet another story of how one city is dealing with financial crisis. Certainly we've talked about Detroit and what's going on there. I mean, Detroit... It's crazy. They they believe that they can like redistrict the city and and move people out of one area and move them over into another area. There's like this crazy central planning. At least these guys are just saying, "All right, we're shutting the doors." Well, it, Detroit is shutting off uh, services. They call it for to twenty percent, twenty percent of the city. Now I don't know if that includes cops, but it certainly includes no. It's going to be everything, everything. Yeah, I mean it's nuts. They're not going to repair the roads, street repair, police, all of it. It's not. It's not going to be available. There, if you live there, I, I you just have to leave i guess yeah, that's what they want you to do i assume like even though they're shutting down these governments because i've heard of this happening like in whole countries they still require certain you know people to follow government oh, steps be, and procedures but right, they'll probably with, still want you to get a permit yeah but without <laughs> the government open you can't do that because i was talking to a friend and uh like a friend of his is stuck in some country where the whole government basically shut down for the next three months or something and his friend needs to get like her birth certificate or something can't get it, but the government's requiring it of right. her. So it's this, you know, huge catch-22. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. How long does a government have to shut down before people finally will tell themselves, yeah, I don't think I want to get that building permit? Because Americans are so used to being obedient and docile and going along with the program and getting the permits and paying the fees. How long would government have to shut down before you said to yourself, yeah, I don't really feel like even paying their taxes anymore. Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season, share the freedom message with friends, family, or that one acquaintance that really needs it. BigHeadPress.com's thoughtful stories provide a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is L. Neil Smith's Roswell, Texas, a sci-fi, western, romantic comedy with aliens, motorcycles, beautiful women, and the gayest Nazi you've ever seen. Sample online before you buy at bigheadpress.com this is free talk live you dial in toll free and bring up anything you want we're here live it's christmas day and we're here to take your calls about anything as always at six excuse me i swear i haven't been drinking much today (laughs) 800-259-9231 We just came back from uh, Meet Miss. Uh, actually, well, we, I say we, you you were in the car, Mark, but you actually weren't at Meet Miss. Yeah, I, I, I missed it. I wish I had. And make, you didn't make it out, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, Jason Osborne from SACL CAI, the awesome guy behind SACL CAI, threw a kick butt uh, Christmas party today. And it uh, was it was incredible. He did, uh, was, you know, like 40, 50 people there. Good time. And great. Just a group of uh, lovely activist folks gathering together, people from the Free State Project, uh, people who moved here to New Hampshire as part of uh, a movement of liberty-minded people to get active for freedom. And, and Jason Osborne from SACL uh, moved up here a couple months ago and got himself a house. He's got his family all moved in. And so it was, I guess maybe it was a little bit of a housewarming party as well. It was great. 
I really wish I'd have been there. You can join the community, too, by the way, of uh, liberty-minded folk by going to freestateproject.org and learning more about the Free State Project and, again, get signed up and get up here to New New Hampshire. I mean, it's a great group of people. I'm so glad to be here. I imagine you guys feel the same Oh, it's wonderful. And the winter isn't this bad this year, so... You know. Well, it's just now the winter, right? I mean, it yeah. just crossed the uh, you know the, the line a couple days ago, so we'll see. But anyway, freestateproject.org. We're here it's today. felt like winter for a very long time, though. Yeah, you can dial Weeks. in 800-259-9231. There hasn't been a lot of snow yeah. so far. It's easy that. to walk in. Though. Yeah. So uh, you can call in about anything you want. The cities around the country, we started out with another story, yet another story of how one city is dealing with uh, a budget shortfall. And they're shutting down for approximately a week. So my question is, how long does the government have to shut down before somebody says to themselves, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to be obeying any of their rules anymore as far as not like murder or anything like that. But I mean, they're piddly human controlling rules where you have to beg for permission in order to put a new window uh, in your house. Those kinds of rules. How long before people will just decide to take their own lives into their own hands again and take responsibility for their own actions and just say, all right, this, you, know, you guys have shut down for three weeks. Well, I'm done. You know, I'm not going to buy a permit. I'm not going to register my car. Screw you. I don't think it's cut and dry. Um, I think that uh, people will, you know, the, 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 they, they're constantly weighing in their minds. and They probably don't even know why they're doing it or when, that they're doing it. They're weighing the, uh, you know, the repercussions today versus the repercussions in the future. In some towns, if you don't get a building permit, um, they'll come in and tear your house it's down. It's true. In other towns, I've seen this here in New Hampshire, if you don't get a building permit, the, the building inspector will come through, pretend like he gave you the permit, and uh, no. you know, look at your, like, he'll, he'll just you know, fill in the paperwork to make you, he'll forge your signature, you know, whatever it takes mm. in order to, uh, to get you, to, to make it look like you've gone through the steps. So it just depends on the town and that kind of thing. So if a person, I, you know, if, if the cops aren't out enforcing registrations, you'll find a trickle of people that don't have their registrations done and then that trickle will get uh, larger and and higher uh, as time goes by uh, but you know i i, I think that that's it, it's all about the repercussions so uh we've seen these stories from across the country where cities and even some entire states like california and illinois are in dire financial uh troubles they in we mentioned detroit gonna shut down 20 percent shut down all services to 20 percent of the population there to give them the encouragement to move. They're not going to show up with a paddy wagon and throw people in it and move them physically, but they're going to encourage them to move to other areas of the city by just completely shutting down the Which services. Which is dumb. I mean, you know, if this happens to 20% of the city, it could happen to 40% of the well, city. People will likely just move out. My question is, is that 20% of the city still under the same regulations? That's what I'm guessing. I would guess that they are, and that's kind of where the imbalance comes in, right? Well, they're not they... getting any services, but they're still going to be getting giving a property tax bill every single year because the city of Detroit has uh, stated in their plan to shut down the 20%, they have essentially said that, uh, you know, we're, we're still going to be 139 square miles. We're, we're not shrinking the size of detroit we're just shrinking the areas that we're serving <laughs> it's crazy so, if they were to like set up you know say a generator or something for power instead of using uh i assume city electricity it goes through them 
Yeah, you know, a lot of places well, do. I that. think they're probably then. getting electricity, Keep but on. I would think like everything else they're yeah, not getting. Like you know. water, sewer. What if they came up with alternative yeah, options for themselves that weren't, you know, within city regulation? Would they be fined for that or something like that? Because it's a good question. I mean, the question is, would they be? I sending can't imagine they're out? not actually sending the water around because that doesn't cost that much. The tubes are the infrastructure is already in place. They're to probably not the pipes, repairing though. the pipes. Would be my guess. It's scary. I mean, it's just it's nuts, crazy. This is what happens when you turn over to the government essential functions. People say to themselves, well, if we didn't have the government, what about the roads? What about Look the roads yeah. in, resident, in 20% of the residential area of Detroit? What about them? It's a great point. And so I think what are you going to all- do if the road maintenance organization is beyond suing? What are you going to do? I think it's all very useful to, to watch all of this happen and... To wonder about what people's response, what, what is it going to be when Detroit actually goes through with this? They haven't done it quite yet. They're getting ready to do this, though. Yeah, they're, they're seeing how many lawsuits they can file on them now. Yeah. And so you've got that, and then you've got these cities that are shutting down. Others are in dire financial troubles. And, they, and as you mentioned before, Mark, they don't know how to cut back. The city of Sanford, Florida, has decided that they're going to not give people raises. So they, they're not actually actively increasing the amount of money that they're throwing at their government Well, they might bureaucrats. be hiring more people or something. A lot I of mean, them have hiring freezes. I know okay. that's the case in the city of Keene here in New Hampshire where we do this show. At least that's the last I heard. A lot of municipalities are really on the verge of bankruptcy. So, I mean, right. They're good at, like, they're doing all right at stopping, increasing the amount that yeah. they're spending. But they're not so good at actually cutting back on the size of government. And that is leading them down the road to financial ruin. Well, plus, I mean, with like the five-year master plan or whatever, there are already things planned out, you know. That they've already spent. Yeah, that they have to find the money for because they've already. And the feds come in, too, with those things, too. The feds come down on cities and they say, well, you know, since you're taking our money over here and you're subject to our regulation. Well, now you need to upgrade your water plant with another $20 million for this EPA thing or whatever. Yeah, because I know in Keene we got like, uh, what was it, four new cops with federal money. But Mm -hmm. after a certain certain number of years. They have to pay for it. Yeah, we have to pay for them. And I think that's going to be coming up in a few years here. So. Yeah, and you know? so it's the schools probably have to be the worst on this subject. Though. Sure, they I mean, oh, you know, yeah. huge money sinks. It's a, it's amazing how much they're spending per pupil, so much more than private schools are. And many of the kids are getting, uh, you know, called learning disabled and things like that. You know, they yeah, they, they have, spend you, a lot and get next to nothing. The, for they it. ask too many questions. The, the teacher calls them uh, ADHD, has them uh, go see the school shrink, and then they're put on Ritalin. And um, now they cost instead of fourteen thousand dollars a student, they're forty five thousand dollars a student, and you can't do anything about that because it's you know it's the law they have to spend this kind of money and i don't know what it's going to take in 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 most states many states have public school in the uh, constitution so as far as cutting back these things that have become uh, you know necessary as far as the law goes there's really no way to do it I mean, how do you say, well, we're just not going to spend $40,000 on the kids that, uh, you know, really aren't learning disabled anymore? Also, another point on the the Sanford city, shutting down for an entire week to cut costs. Am I going to also get to, uh, you know, get a, a seven-day credit on my property tax bill? Because... 
usually with like uh, the, my cable modem goes out for a certain period of time, I can call up Time Warner and I can say, "Hey, uh, yeah, my modem was out for six hours," and they'll they're going to credit me. It's going to be like fifty cents, but they'll credit me if I ask for it. I don't think that's a, a fair representation. Um, you know, the if customer service doesn't answer the phone at Time Warner, that's one thing. It's another thing entirely if you don't get your cable that you paid for. You're getting the services from this city. There's they're just not open. More coming up. You can take control and bring up what you want. This is free. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. There is low... As $535, double occupancy, go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves on this live Christmas Day edition of the program. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We uh, give you the features on that site for free. The features include listening options, so you can go and listen via broadband or dial-up streams around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is running 24-7. You can tune in that way. Of course, there's also our webcam. There's the listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen in that manner. Also, 85 wonderful radio stations across the country picking up the show. The question is, how many are actually airing us tonight? A lot of stations, even talk stations, believe it or not, will stop airing talk and put on Christmas music on the holidays, even though there's probably another three or four radio stations in the market that are doing the exact same thing. Some of them are hardcore and they stick with well, talk. I understand. We wh- appreciate that. Why they do it? Um, because it's all recorded it's programming. Pandering. No, it's, it's pandering. no. Hold on. That's not the point I'm making. It may very well be pandering. Yeah, but it's an easy pander. Because there's not a lot. Some some programs just deliver nothing but repeats at that point. That's true. You know, I think I'd rather hear re- a repeat of talk programming on Christmas than Christmas on my music. talk on my talk station than Christmas music. Me too. But some people disagree. Apparently, yeah. So we're here. You can listen on uh, our wonderful stations, uh, and also there's our satellite channel, which allows you to listen with no subscription fees. So get the details on all of that, all of those listening options, at listen.freetalklive.com. Uh, plus, there, of course, are the archives, of which we've got a whole bunch going way back, all the way to late till th- 2006. You can get all of that free at freetalklive.com, thanks to HostGator. HostGator's a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free Site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 free templates at HostGator. Um, it's whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website. Let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. Use the portal we've created for you. That's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. And you'll get your first month completely free. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. So I said the second story that we get to tonight was also a Florida story. And this one is pretty outrageous. From different aspects. Some people are going to be outraged that that you were even discussing this topic. What has happened is a man has written a how-to guide for pedophiles, and he has been arrested. Now, he hasn't been arrested for being a pedophile. He's been arrested for writing a guide for purportedly free speech 
to write a book. I mean, there have been plenty of books written about very dangerous things over the years. You can go to, I think it's Loom Panics. There, there are book companies that sell dangerous books, books about bomb making, books about, uh, books about making drugs, books about yeah. selling drugs. I'm actually in the process of uh, making one of those dangerous books, quote unquote, at this point. So Really? What, what yeah. do you mean by that? Uh, it's my 101 ways to kill somebody using things allowed through TSA. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So books that give information that the government would rather you not have. In many cases, these books are very damaging directly to the government, very anti-government, very, uh, you know, violent, uh, perhaps uh, violent ideas. I don't support them, certainly, but the books exist. You can buy them. That's one of the great things about America, right? That you can get all this controversial stuff and it's completely legal. Well, the uh, the idea behind freedom of speech is that well, it, it's only there to protect dangerous and uh, questionable speech in the first place. I mean, you, know, you don't need freedom of speech to be able to say, hey, how's the weather? You know, yeah. nobody's going to stop you from doing that. So it's freedom of speech on the it, it's going to be infringed upon on the fringes of speech. I've got to say that I find this guy, uh, you know, writing this book to be disgusting. But once it gets in, and maybe maybe that's true. So don't buy it. Right. But right. once well, I, one, more than that, you could set up a website, you know, putting this guy's picture out there saying that this guy's writing books on how to, you know, be a better pedophile sure. or something like that. Do whatever, you know, right. I think that this, there are ways to handle it. In this the would make news stories across the nation. Well, it has, is, it's made news, uh, yeah. but I see where you're coming from. News well, in that they don't have to arrest him to... Go ahead. Oh, right. I also think like it's a very good thing that we have free speech that a guy can write a book like this because then... You know, parents that are concerned can read this book and see and what the to ideas. look for. That's you know? exactly what one of the things I was going to say about this is this is inside the head of a pedophile, how they think, what they yeah. do, what their strategies are. Because it's not, I'm sure there's more. We've all heard the guy in the van with the candy, but I'm, uh, I'm sure there are more uh, creative ways that uh, some of oh, these yeah. sickos have come up with to get their hands on children. One of the ones I'd heard a few years ago was the puppy dog method, which is uh, where, oh, yeah. you know. The, I can't resist a puppy. I can just imagine a child. Uh, right. Imagine being 10 or something like that and having some guy come up to you and you don't know what's creepy and what's not at age eight and uh, and having some creepy guy come up to you and basically say, hey, uh, little girl, my puppy has gone missing. Here's his picture. Will you help me come find him? That's one of the like most creepy ways I've heard of it. I don't you know. There's obviously a lot more. And this guy has written a book about it. So let me get to some of the details of the story here from CNN.com, where he has been arrested in Colorado, say officials in Florida, Polk County, Florida. You cannot engage or depict children in a harmful relationship, said Sheriff Grady Judd as he described the Florida obscenity statute that officials used to charge Philip Greaves with distribution of obscene material depicting minors engaged in harmful conduct. The self-published author was arrested in Pueblo, Colorado on a Florida felony warrant after undercover detectives in Polk County purchased and received a copy of the book through the mail. He'll have to be extradited to Florida to face charges. So basically they're arresting him on the same law that they would arrest somebody for, say, having, and they've done these things, and I know they did this in Australia, where they arrested some guy for having Simpsons porn. Because the Simpsons porn involved the underage members of the Simpsons This is the family. cartoon, uh, yeah. you know... What do you call them? Characters, Cartoon, the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry if, if I didn't make it clear. Yeah, those Simpsons <laughs> in porn. So uh, people drawing sick, weird pictures. Of- right. So because Maggie and Bart were having, you know, incestuous love uh, together, that that 
guy could no, they be weren't. charged. It was with a, a drawing. <laughs> with a, they, that guy could be charged with a crime, though. And then, so that's that's essentially what they've done to this guy that wrote the pedophile book because he wrote a book that involves sexual situations with people who are underage. Yeah, they're this, saying that's criminal. This isn't thought crime. I don't know what is. It totally is. And the, the important part about this is when you hear news like this, you may be disgusted. You may be really turned off. Oh, absolutely. But oh, yeah. the important thing to remember is that they always start on the fringes when they come after a freedom. When they come after one of your freedoms, they start with the people that you're most likely to not care about. That you are just going to look at and you're going to shrug your shoulders and say, oh, that guy's a pedophile. Let him Thank go to goodness. Jail. Yeah. Uh, and then it's something else. Then they move on to saying something else is inappropriate. Maybe it's those people writing books about building bombs or maybe it's whatever. Oh, we've got domestic terrorists in America and now we cannot allow this uh, this kind of material anymore. Might have been okay 20 years ago, but then everything changed on 9-11 and we can't allow this anymore. And so because they've been arresting people for writing books about uh, how to be a pedophile, it's just the next step. Well, these are criminals too. Well, they're, what, they're teaching people how to be criminals. We shouldn't be having these things in America. It's a free country. <laughs> They'll use crazy justifications like that too. So you have to, as dis- distasteful as it may be, if you love freedom, you've got to stand up for the right of this guy to publish his junk. Well, if I, he wants to. At the same time, you can say that there, you know, there. I think this guy should be punished for his behavior. I just think it shouldn't be done through the government. Where's the, the victim? The government is supposed to be there for his, um, you know, to protect speech. How can the government protect speech and at the same time arrest this guy for writing the book? Well, I think that I, I think I've outlined a great punishment, uh, just showing who this guy is and what he's writing about. Just, yeah, outing him and, and and engaging in some level of ostracism. I think that this is a perfect instance for ostracism. I don't think it's the 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 panacea that some do and the liberty movement. Movement, but I think that it, this is the perfect instance. Well, I, I mean, I'd probably have to know a little bit more about the guy before I could hop on because, I mean, he may have written it oh, as just like, you know, a satirical, this is what you do. I'm not into this, but, you know, these are all the things that I've learned from people well, talking if, to them or whatever. If you know? it was a, a, a guide for parents how to avoid, um, you know, what, uh, you know, pedophiles like are that's doing. that's going to sell. Well, right. Well, I'm saying it may very well. I don't know. It's all about marketing. Um but if that was what the intent behind the guide was a uh, you know a tongue in cheek way to, uh, to to educate parents I'd be fine with that. We'll tell you more about it here in a moment. You can also share your thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Christmas Day. We're here. You can dial in, bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond. TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're here. Yeah, that's right. Christmas Day. If you're actually listening to us, you are likely hearing us live if it's Saturday night. Because we take your phone calls about anything. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. We can find a, a lovely board op to come in and actually work for us on uh, a holiday. We will do it. So thanks to, I, I think it's Kyle, who's never run the board before uh, for us before. He's coming in. 
special on Christmas. We're giving a little bonus uh, to come in and do it, so we really appreciate it. So thanks to Kyle and the rest of the folks over at uh, the Genesis Communications Network for making this possible because people still listen to the radio on holidays. And so we wanted to make sure that you were provided with at least something live over this weekend. We're here at 800-259-9231. And of course, you can bring up whatever you want. Though we're talking about this pedophile, somebody who has actually written a book about how to do it, how to be a pedophile. And we'll get into some of the details on what's happening with that guy because he's been arrested here in a moment. But I want to first invite you to the webcam. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. Now, I have to, I'll have to check and see if anybody's actually in there tonight. Maybe they are. Uh, they're there a lot. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can do all of those things, chat and watch all of that, all for free. Cam.freetalklive.com. It's brought to you by memorydealers.com. The uh, Free Talk Live webcam. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, and up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, so we continue here at 800-259-9231. As we were telling you a moment ago, there's a man who's been arrested for writing a book. It's called The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, A Child Lover's Code of Conduct. His name is uh, Philip Graves. And he and his book gained national attention earlier this year after Amazon.com defended selling the book on its website, despite angry comments and threats of boycotts from thousands of users. Amazon then pulled the book from its site in early November. And again, certainly... So it sounds like the boycott uh, threats worked. Yeah, this is one of those examples of what you were talking about before, Mark, how there are ways within the marketplace to punish people. That you don't have to use the violence of the state. You don't have to take somebody and put them in a cage for saying something that you don't like. You can essentially, you know, create a social stigma on that person. You can, like, they used to use the scarlet letter or the A for, for people that committed adultery. I believe obviously, they branded them with it. Obviously, that's that's wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't support those things. I think that if people want to have adultery, that's their private business. I think it's wrong to do it to somebody, but... That's a private problem, not not a public. Right. But nonetheless, and somebody doesn't need to be incarcerated for that. And in the same way, they don't need to be incarcerated for saying speech that I I find uh, obscene. Right. So use the marketplace to uh, to punish those people. Although I would support Amazon selling this book for the reason Meg pointed out before. You get these ideas into parents' hands; they're going to know how these people think. They're going to be better prepared to uh, to help their kid deal with the weird folks they might encounter out in real life. I mean, this could be a very useful. Uh, tracked, unless it's all just sex stories, but it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like he's really talking about uh, how, you know, to, how yeah. to do this. Yeah, right. I mean, if I was being threatened by, you know, an outside force, didn't know anything about it, rather than, you know, learn what people have learned about this outside force, if you had direct information from the source, why not find out directly from them? Absolutely. You know, that makes much more sense to me. You know, um, it, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull off this analogy uh, without sounding, um, you know, like I support uh, a child pedophilia, which I clearly do not. But we've had people call this show and advocate bombing the Middle East to glass, to waging a genocidal war on people of the Muslim faith. 
And to me, the avocation of killing a billion people is honestly worse than teaching a serial pedophile, uh, pedophiler, uh, you know, pederast how to do that trade. On the scale of uh, wrongness, yeah. Right, on the scale of wrongness, we've had people call in this show and say things that are worse. Like it's nothing. They'll say it like it's nothing, too. They'll say it and people will ignore it. Well, they'll and, say it waving a flag. Right. They'll say it because they, they love America and Jesus. And, you know, it's okay to do that. People would people would never advocate for locking that guy up. Yep. Well, what if but we he just, would deserve it more. What if we just changed bombing the Middle East to just raping the Middle East? Right. Everybody raping, in the Middle raping East Raping the little gets boys raped. in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go to the phones. We actually do have Dave in Washington listening to KUSA in Yakima. Dave, welcome to the Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I have the perfect solution for the problem you're discussing. What is it? Years ago, we had uh, repugnance and we had revulsion for uh, anal sodomists. Okay. And they got around that by changing the name of to gay. Uh, There are a lot of... Well, hold on now. There are a lot of straight people that that have anal sex. Yeah, it's like picking porn right now. They wouldn't be straight then. It's not. No. Hold on a second. It's not straight. I'm it's sp- not necessarily just a male thing, too. Right. Yeah. There are females have an anus as well, and I'm not saying it's my thing sexually, but uh, dirty. It's not a gay thing. It's just a thing that some I people are into. Your mind has been twisted. My mind has been twisted. I told you, sir, that I'm not into it personally, but uh, some people are. If there's a hole there, something can go in it, and some, women have that hole as well. Some people are, um, and some people are into uh, into it, and, and who are you to say that somebody's mind is twisted just because they have different preferences than you? Well, no, that's not a twisted. That's just a fact, physical fact. I mean... True. I mean, <laughs> I can understand why somebody Let would... talk. Go ahead. You've been changed by uh, the argument over the years, but here's what we do, sir. We change the name of pederast to Fuzzy Bunny. The heck are you talking about? You say, um, you can't go near that guy. He lives next door. He just moved in. But now he, we change the name to it. Fuzzy Bunny, so they, oh, well, we'll let them go play with the Fuzzy Bunny next well, door. I agree like that this is, done, this is done a great deal, but if you're going to apply this standard across the board, I need you to, uh, you know, change, I need you to change your, your, you know, speaking in a great deal. Would you call somebody who's a soldier a paid killer? Well, yeah. Well, that's what they are. But, by definition, they are. By definition, they certainly are. Well, wait a minute. Is it twisted for somebody? Is it twisted? Like if you like, you've got your sexual preferences, right? Whatever they are. Maybe you like women with big breasts. Is it twisted for somebody to like women with small breasts or perhaps to, to prefer legs or, you know, the backside of a, of a lady instead of their breasts as, as far as their preferences and their parts? Is that twisted to you or is it just different sexual uh, positions that are twisted to you? Sir, you've studied law. You remember many what? years ago they had Chateau Law, Chateau Law, Slavery Law. It's uh, it's been overruled. What the heck does that have to do with my question? The anal, <laughs> the anal sodomy is still in the dictionary. It's still uh, considered perversion. Well, I, okay, so like you know, there's a, what my partner's <laughs> trying to point out here is there's a continuum. Some people would say that anything but the missionary position is a perversion, and I would disagree with them. Mm. Um, I would consider, you know, I, I are you one of those people, Dave? Just to be clear. No. Oh, I see. Okay, so so you can uh, you could do it in a couple of positions, and it's all right. But if you switch if you switch orify, then you're uh, then then you're a uh, sodomite, right? What, what about oral sex? I'm a virgin. What? 
I'm a virgin. <laughs> I, I knew oh, this was a, so where's this prank call? Going? I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't. I, I, like, I, I hope you're not. How it. old are you? Sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born in? Nineteen forty-six. Mm, he might. He might be real. Sixty-four, forty-six. You really? Are you really right. a virgin? Seriously? Yes, I worship no. the Lord Buddha. I have no desire for physical, for things of the world. Wait, did you say for you worship the Lord sex, Buddha? Money, Buddha? Yes, that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. Do people consider Buddha? Up. Do Buddhists consider Buddha a lord? Yes. That doesn't sound like a, a word that a Buddhist would use, but I don't know. I, I'm not positive on that, so I, I'm curious. I'm I'm stumped, no. honestly. Normally, the age question catches somebody off guard. Yeah, I when, can't really, you know, whip that right out. Yeah, hmm. he's probably said it before though, and had it. Uh, so, would you like to? What would you like to see done to people that have uh, this twisted sex that you don't like so much? Well, I think they should have no desire for it. Oh, so you think the whole world is, should should people have no desire for any sex or just the anal sex? They should have not no desire for anal sex. And uh, and do you intend to, do you intend to force your views on others, or are you just bothered by other people? No, no. I think they will suffer the consequences. Who's going to give it to them? Committed a vile, repulsive, unsanitary act. What kind of consequences are you talking about? Possibly venereal disease. Possibly mental anguish. I mean, why are they so ashamed of it? Why is it uh, considered justifiable homicide if you call someone a queer and they strike out at you, even kill you? The courts may consider that uh, justifiable homicide. I don't think that anybody has ever been found uh, innocent of homicide for striking out at someone who just said a word to them, sir. I thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231, even though you may be crazy. Buddhists being very uh, anti-sexual position, that doesn't seem very... Their aesthetics uh, have existed throughout the ages and across the world. You can take control of the airwaves. I've never heard an angry Buddhist. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's where I was going with this. It seemed like not very Buddha-like to me. I think we've been pranked. Hour number two is next. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. And yes, people are in our chat room tonight uh, here on Christmas Day. That's right. All three of us that you normally hear on Saturday nights on Free Talk Live, we're here tonight to uh, take your phone calls about absolutely anything. So good evening. It's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Once again, that number is 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website and enjoy all the features there. Chat room is one of them, but the rest of them, they're all free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their sites, and we don't. 
We want you to enjoy all the features on us. Uh, freetalklive.com. 800-259-9231. To bring those of you up to speed, if you're just tuning in, last hour, we were talking about a story out of uh, CNN.com where they're describing a man, Philip Greaves, who is being charged with so-called distribution of obscene material. And uh, in addition to that, depicting minors engaged in harmful conduct. This guy wrote a book called The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, A Child Lover's Code of Conduct. Now, what does that code of conduct mean? Really, just makes you have to order the book. I'm not going to. It's like the Emily Post of uh, child porn, I guess. It's okay to do this to the little child. It's not okay to do that. According to Grady Judd, the sheriff of Polk County, Florida, he actually provided a how-to guide to commit sexual battery against children. He said he was shocked and mortified by specific examples and illustrations using 9- and 13-year-old boys. Judd said he was frustrated that Greaves' book was protected under freedom of speech laws, even though it was created specifically to teach people how to sexually molest and rape children. He says there may be nothing the other 49 states can do, but there is something that the state of Florida can do to make sure we prosecute Philip Greaves for this manifesto. Officials said the book talked about safe sex and avoiding injury to children, grooming and preparing children for sex, and teaching children how to lie to their parents. Judd said Greaves' book outlined a code of ethics that showed pedophiles how to look for the most vulnerable of children. The sheriff said the message is very clear. If you write a book, if you sell that book, if you transmit that book to anyone in our jurisdiction, then we will investigate you and arrest because our goal is to protect the children. See, their goal isn't to protect your right to free speech. It's to protect the children. And in order to protect the children, right. they can do anything they want to that violates any amount of rights you might have. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting. The Constitution's probably, I'm certain, I don't know Florida's Constitution uh, by heart, but I imagine it has some provision for free speech, as does the United States Constitution. These law enforcement officers, including this sheriff, have taken oaths to protect this Constitution. And the Constitution, being the highest law on the land... Somehow you would think the highest law in the land would trump the other statutes that come beneath it that are supposed to be conformatory to it. But they're all fired and ready to enforce those lower statutes, not the not the highest law in the land. Let's go to your thoughts at 800-259-9231. James is in West Virginia listening to WVTS. Hello, James. Hello, guys. Hey. How are you doing this evening? Just super. Glad to have you out there on Christmas Day. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was wanting to... Uh give you my thoughts in regards to that book. I have to agree with you on what you stated earlier that, you know, it could be a very powerful tool if parents and everything were to have that book and read to see exactly what was going through a pedophile's mind on how to attract children and basically abuse them. Mm -hmm. But um, also in regards to the uh, freedom of speech on that, Yes, myself, I find the thought of pedophilia disgusting. Sure. But in the same point, I mean, if they start to ban something like this, then they're going to be attacking everything else. I mean, bestiality itself, that's illegal everywhere as far as I'm aware of. But well, legal are... in Texas, I believe. Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sodomy, illegal, <laughs> sex with your horse, totally okay. Well, uh, on Free Talk Live, we are not attorneys, and we do not dispense legal advice. That's a good point. <laughs> True. But at the same point, I mean, if it, they're going for one sexual act, then they're going to be going for everything else. 
And, I mean, where does it stop with that? Not That's a great question. This is a slippery slope. And as soon as they go after one person's uh, freedom of speech, then anybody's is game. Oh, exactly. I mean, the next thing you know, it's like if somebody finds uh, finds something offensive in a How to Become a Catholic book or something like that, I mean, yeah. they could attack that very easily as well. Absolutely right. Or, or you know, oh, we can't have any Muslim writings in this country because the Muslims are evil, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so where does this go from here? I don't know, but it's pretty scary. And Florida has a track record of doing some very anti-free speech things. Not only do they are they doing this to this guy, but also they've got a specific law in Florida that outlaws pirate radio. So yeah. it's not illegal in most places to run a pirate radio station, except for in Florida, as I understand it. So anything well, else you want to share tonight, uh, James? Well, uh, one thing, the, uh, for lack of a better term, the crackpot that called earlier in regards to the uh, sodomy. Yeah, the sodomy-hating uh, so-called Buddhists that called in earlier tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I myself actually do follow the teachings of Buddha as well, and I've never heard of him called Lord Buddha. Yeah, uh, that, was my, that was my biggest clue. Like, his claim that he didn't have sex, it was pretty unbelievable. He called, you know, he wasn't lying about his age, which a lot of crank callers will lie about their age, but uh, that one definitely sounded questionable to me. Exactly, and the whole, the whole sodomy thing, I mean, he just kept jumping back and forth and everything, and it's like, you know, everybody has their own preferences. Some like it, some don't. Yeah, Just because you, it doesn't mean that you're a homosexual or whatever or a deviant. And, or and even if you are a homosexual, that's fine too. You know, people are different; yep. they have different preferences, and leave them alone. Let them let them live yeah. their lives. I have a lot of friends that are homosexual. I'm, but I'm straight, and what they do doesn't bother me in the least little bit. Yeah, we have a co-host on this show who is a homosexual man, and he's uh, one of my, I think, good friends up here. I really love the guy. He's fantastic. And, hey, thanks for the call tonight, and uh, happy holidays, too. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. So a little bit more about what's happening here with uh, Philip Greaves, where he has been arrested and charged with, uh, with a crime for writing a book about how to be a pedophile. And the crime is uh, because in the book he actually talks about examples uh, in illustrations using 9- and 13-year-old boys. Illustrations so, meaning pictures or drawings? I'm not sure of. Um, Illust- it, illustration it, sounds like a drawing to me. It does sound like that. Well, when Maybe it says it depicting, I usually think uh, not real situation photographs. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, the actual wording of the article here is that uh, he's shocked and mortified. The sheriff was shocked and mortified by specific examples and illustrations using nine and thirteen-year-old boys. So he charges him with a uh, criminal act, not of of actually molesting children. They don't have any evidence of that. Just obscene talking, but of saying things that some people wouldn't like. Being charged with distribution of obscene material depicting minors engaged in harmful conduct, which means that any kind of sex story could be charged in this way. So if you've got a you know if you've got websites that have these sex stories on them, obviously pictures and and movies and things like that are very popular, but when it comes to uh, when it comes to underage 
people, people under the age of 18, most in most places in America, that's the legal age. So if you had a story well, about, involving... How about a, Coal Miner's Daughter, uh, the uh, you know the printed edition? Isn't uh, the husband of Loretta Lynn was in his early 20s? She was 13 when they got married? I mean, wouldn't that be a story of pedophilia and how she was lured in by a pedophile? It and, would be a salacious, yeah. terrible uh, you know thing to show children. How about uh, Romeo well, and Juliet? This mm. is the story of, uh, what, a 12 and 13-year-old? 13 Something and 14-year-old? Like well, now they're going after the actual kids for, you know, posting up things about themselves because they're underage, so it must be porn, yep. you know? Yeah, that's pretty scary, yeah. uh, where they're taking, like, the sexting, where they're taking pictures of themselves, yeah. uh, whether they're naked or not, and they're sharing them around, or they're experimenting sexually with one another, as teenagers have done for time immemorial. Uh, they're, they're now able to photograph their sexual experimentation, which they couldn't do easily three decades ago, or even two decades ago, uh, because you'd have to t- if you took a photo, you'd have to take it to a lab and have it developed. Now they can just do it all within their own yeah. home on the computer, and so all of these things are now possible, and it just goes to show that the government's law they don't actually they don't scale. keep up today yeah they yeah. don't scale with society and, and what people need as far as how to live 800-259-9231 your thoughts are welcome do you think that this pedophile a guy that wrote the book about pedophiles should he be punished in some way by the government 800-259-9231 or what would you like to see done uh, to this guy or in regards to him to give him some level of ostracism at 800-259-9231 free talk live Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. Talk Live. It is the live Christmas Day edition of the program. And yes, we're actually here. I think we spent the first hour convincing people of that. People are actually... (laughs) Need to hold up a newspaper in front of the uh, cam there. They're actually calling in here to talk about this issue, which is good. Uh, Always good to have participation from folks, even on a day like this. Christmas Day, we're here. We want to talk to you about anything. You can bring up anything that you want. And uh, certainly we'll get to that. But right now we're talking about this child sex guy this uh, pedophile who has written a book well presumably he's a pedophile right he's written a book about how to be a pedophile we're presuming he has some experience at it and uh, there's a lot of controversy obviously around the book but now he's been arrested because the book sold a copy to a an undercover officer who ordered the copy in polk county florida that sheriff there has basically said yeah we consider this uh we, we we basically are going to arrest this guy because he's written about having sex with children. Not because he's done it. Not because there's any evidence that he is an actual pedophile, that he has actually harmed children. Because there can be people who are pedophiles who don't harm children, and there can be people who are pedophiles that do harm children. Right. Pedof- uh, I guess a pedophile would be a person who thinks about that. A pedophile is a lover of children, right? And so some people actually act on those impulses, and others do not. Those people are criminals. Indeed. When you, uh, when you aggress against somebody, when you uh, touch somebody in a way they don't want to be touched, that is a criminal act, no matter how old they are. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. Check them out. Let your voice be heard. 
LibertyStickers.com. Also, if you have a band or a business or that sort of thing, you need uh, bumper stickers made for you. They can do it. They can make bumper stickers in with any kind of you know thing you need on them. LibertyStickers.com. So, can you defend this guy? Because I can. I mean, it's icky. I don't want to defend him, but I like the idea of free speech, and I think that people should be able to write books about whatever the heck they want to write books about. It's not like he forced some child to take nude photos or sex, you know, sex photos. That'd be child pornography, forcing a child into sexual positions for the purpose of photographing or video. Ludeless of his sex on a child. There's also. actually a victim there. This guy wrote a book. Well, you said that the undercover cop bought it. Wouldn't that cop be, you know, guilty of, possession? Guilty of a crime there? Cause... It's a good point. But, of course, the cops that investigate child porn are constantly in possession of child porn as oh, well. True. And they don't they don't bring themselves up on charges. Is let's that in go, the book? Let's go to the phones and the fun. Talk to Sarge listening to WRNN in South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach area. Hey, Sarge. Hey, sir. Hey, I'm sitting here listening to you. And, and man, I love your show. I really do. And let me tell you something. I mean... His freedom of speech is its the First Amendment. He can write what he wants. He can say what he wants and without any reputations. But if this man has been linked to harming children or women or anything like that, then yes, he should be, cross, he should Absolutely. be prosecuted. Absolutely. Yep, but they don't have that. They they went the easy route. They said, "Oh, he's got a story about some nine and thirteen year olds, so we're going to put him in a cage." To us. And they actually okay, extradited but, him. They had him arrested in Colorado and extradited out to uh, Florida. Okay, but the question I have is, can they link him? I mean, I can write a story about a bunny rabbit, and I don't know anything about a bunny rabbit. Yeah. And 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 I can write in America. It's the land of the free. It's the home of the brave. And I've spent a lot of time. I'm retired military. And I spent a lot of time overseas, and the thing about it that I realized in America, there's so much stress on sex. Yep. Oh, yeah. There sure is. Well, it's because there's there's kind of this Puritan culture that still exists in a lot of a lot of in a lot of ways. When somebody is having their sexuality repressed, as many are encouraged to do here in this country, it manifests in very bizarre and uh, disjointed and deviant ways. Exactly. Exactly. You are correct. You're 100% correct. But there are so many things that the judicial system here in America doesn't realize that there are so many people that are falsely accused in, uh, say, uh, a divorce dispute where the mother or the father or somebody will will coax the child to um, blame somebody for this or that yeah. or the other. And it's it, it's unreal. It's out of hand. It really is out of hand in this country. And for this man to publish this book is, uh, as a man, I think he's wrong. Sure. Oh. But for information, if he, if he actually publishes this book as information for parents and children to abide by, then um, so be it. Yeah, I think it's useful from that perspective, and I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231 to fill parents in as to how these people think. Because a lot of people are really worried about their child being abducted by these lurking pedophiles they believe are around every corner, and they're, they're not really. Right, likely. well, statistically, your child's much more likely to be uh, to be diddled by somebody that you know, one of your relatives, but nonetheless, um, it might... rather than uh, you know some stranger. But most people believe, well, I've got that, I've got that part handled. I know that it's not... 
a relative or somebody that uh, I know. So I've got to watch out for those strangers. and I have to be vigilant. But the person who wrote this book, he may very well be teaching, uh, you know, a certain amount of pedophiles. I think most of them, um, you know, make their mistakes when they're young. Um, and I don't think that they're going out and looking for instruction manuals at that time. But he, he may be he may be instructing some of them. But I think he's instructing far more parents. Yep. Let's yeah. continue with your thoughts. And Michael is on the line listening to WFLA in Tampa. Hello, Michael. You're on with Ian, Meg, and Mark on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Um, I'm really upset with your guys' point of view. And let me just explain why okay. real quick. When it comes to law, okay, because I have my own personal opinion, but I'm trying to base this off of law. Intent is a huge part of whether someone is found guilty, not guilty. Sure. Okay? Yep. So, Intent matters. The question, the question I would have is, and when, you, when I first listened to this conversation, I'm assuming that this guy wrote basically how to, uh, uh, to take advantage of a child. This was not a how to protect children. That's correct. correct. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. how to be a pedophile. That, that is a simple and shut case. They should be, he should be prosecuted. For what? And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because it's aiding and abetting. Other people to commit a crime. So, in it, that case, it, would you also? No, you have to. You have to. You have to provide substantial assistance, something that exists in the real world, to aid and abet anyone. Like if he provided Absolutely. the child for you to yeah. uh, molest, that would be. Aiding or and you abetting. know, you know, somehow gave you a room in which to do it. Because I'm sure there's information like what he wrote on the internet all over the place. It's just he, you know, centralized in, one, in place. one place. Just because something may be accepted doesn't make it right. What I'm trying to say is this: We're not claiming it's right. Some, no, 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 no. I'm saying she just said, though, that there's information already out there. That has nothing to do with the argument at hand. What I'm saying very clearly is you brought up a comparison. or There were other comparisons. I don't know if it was you or a different caller about, well, you can't, you know, ban someone being a Muslim or anything. Those are not illegal activities. What about bomb making? Being, well, well, hold on. Pedo- pedophilia is illegal. We have deemed that in our country illegal. So smoking pot. Book, wait, hold on, hold on. If this is a book that is meant to teach people how to commit a crime, that in and of itself is called aiding and abetting. So in no, that it's case, not. So yeah. hold okay, on. stop giving if legal opinions. Wait a minute. If that's true, then would you also agree that people who write books about how to grow marijuana should be prosecuted? Absolutely. Now I. You are a sick on. man, that's dude. It. You do not care hold about on. freedom of speech, do you? No, 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 no. Hold on. But see, you picked something. Like, for example, I don't think that marijuana should be illegal. Uh-huh. But that's not my point. But while what it I'm is illegal, is, while it is while illegal. While we've got a constitution that protects speech and the press, it should be legal to speak and to publish things. That's the highest law of the land, not this crap hole law out of Polk County, Florida. Hey, Michael, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 9231. See, people don't care about freedom of speech when it's Especially the law. Polk County, Florida. The law is more important. Whatever the government says is what's more important than your darn freedoms. If you're saying something we don't like, it should be illegal. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. We are live here on Christmas Day. We'll take your phone calls about whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Tonight, though, we're, regrettably, to some extent, uh, we're defending free speech of people that we don't like. 
And that's one of the things you have to do when you support freedom of speech. We'll continue telling you about that and uh, also get to your calls about whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Also, coming up tonight, we're going to give you something, too. It is Christmas Day. We've got a two-pack of the Toto Sack to give away tonight. Yeah, the Toto Sack. It's the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. It's a retail grocery bag carrier that handles more than you can. It's made of recycled materials right here in the United States. Go to totasack.us if you want to take a look at this. You can order a... You can order a six-pack. I, I gave them out as uh, gifts to family and friends this year. Totasac.us. That's T-O-T-A-S-A-K. There's no C in Totasac. Totasac.us. So the story in the, the news, CNN Justice reporting, Polk County, Florida, Sheriff Grady Judd has arrested Philip Greaves, arrested him in Colorado, and then transferred him to Florida on a felony warrant. What's the charge? Distribution of obscene material, so-called, depicting minors engaged in harmful conduct. Now, you would think that that particular charge means that he had some sort of child pornography, but he didn't. He'd he'd written a book called The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, A Child Lover's Code of Conduct. Despicable topic. The idea is how to be a pedophile. Um, and what what that means, you know, luring children and whatever. I don't know what the right. chapters so, are called. What was he charged with? The charge is distribution of obscene material depicting minors engaged in harmful conduct. Yeah, the previous caller said it was aiding and abetting. Then aiding and abetting would be illegal in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Florida is the only one that has this charge. That's, and that's the why, sheriff. That's what he said. Yeah. That, that's what the sheriff said. And that's why they were able to charge him and, and, you know, and extradite him from Colorado. So I just wanted to make the point that from a legal standpoint, this is not there are 49 other states that writing this book is not illegal in. Okay. And, I, I'm slightly confused at this point now. Was it... The guy has never actually been in Polk County. It's that no, the nope. cop bought it in that county. Correct. And so it because it there. was sent there, yes. that's why this guy was busted. Indeed. That's correct. You so, nailed it. Oh, wow. That's yeah, it's, just It's sadder. a crazy story. And, and you know, people are on the air tonight calling in tonight to say that this is okay. Not only that, the last caller said he worshiped the law so much. He puts the law, these words that men write down on paper, so high in his system of what's important to him that the law, if I asked him the question, if it were mar- a book about growing marijuana, should that person be arrested as well and he said even though he believes marijuana should be legalized yes that person should be arrested so you write about anything that is Ill- that is right. illegal and you instruct somebody on how to break that law but we know that the politicians are criminals i mean people will say that they're liars and cheats and criminals and you get a majority of these jackballs together in one room and they decide well yeah that's a good idea and that's law and you think that that law is then going to be meted out in a fair and just fashion come on you watch the news. You know that fair and justice really don't have much to do with our judicial system. Well, yeah, and with this system that they used for this guy, I mean, there's weird laws all over the nation. So what's stopping any person in the world like who has a vendetta with, you know, a guy on the other side of the nation saying, like, buying their product, saying this product's illegal here, get him here now. Right. Well, they don't have laws that are going to do what the caller wanted, right? Like, it hasn't gone that far yet. We were talking about the slippery slope yeah. of... If they go after the guy who wrote the pedophile book, 
then they can go after anybody. You have to, if you believe in freedom of speech, you have to stand up for the speech of the unpopular. And that's why freedom of speech was created. It was created the, the, in the Constitution, the First Amendment, not to protect right. the popular the speech. The founding fathers, yeah. pe- you know, people that, that are upheld as gods among men, decided that freedom of speech was important. They understood that speech that is uh, that the people don't like is what needs protecting. You don't need protection if you say, oh, lovely weather we're having, or I really don't like the you know New York Yankees or whatever. You don't need protection for that. You need protection for stuff like this. Yeah, but- and I always just tell people, think of the most offensive, horrible thing that anybody's ever said to you. That's why free speech protection exists, to protect that. And it, it is a lot of it very despicable stuff. Yeah. I don't support the KKK, but they should be able to say what they want. They should be able to have a website. They should be I able to write books. I hope they do, books. so right. I can weed them out and yeah, that's take true. them out of my life. That's, a, that's, what, you know, that's what the purpose is. Have people say what they mean. That way you can find out who the despicable SOBs are, and you don't do business with them. You tell your friends not to do business with them, not to deal with them, not to, to, to you know, conduct themselves with these people at all. But if you start advocating arresting people for the words they speak or write down or the ideas they present, then before you, know it, before you know it, it's your ideas. Before you know it, it's your hobbies well, the and president things has, you're interested in. The United, the, uh, president of the United States, uh, Barack Obama, has already sanctioned the assassination of U.S. citizens without a trial. So you're telling me that you want to couple that with the ability to arrest people for saying things we don't want? Pretty scary. Let's go to Marcus listening to WFLA in Tampa. Hello, Marcus. You're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. Happy holidays. Indeed, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was just wondering. I, I think that this whole thing is going to blow up in their faces. It's going to it's going to backfire on uh, Mr. Judd out here in uh, Polk County. Um, I think that, well, for, first of all, this story has gained national attention, so this guy's book has already probably quadrupled in circulation. Maybe. And, yeah, I mean, they're, they're showing the, uh, the title page of it all over national news. Yeah. I'm sure that there are people who are, who are now aware of it who were not aware of it before. S- selling pedophile manuals. Good job, government. Well, plus, it's yep. probably Thank a huge thing much. in the hipster yep. crowd. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is, I think that the, uh, if, if this thing does go to trial, it's really going to bite them in the butt because uh, the ACLU is going to come down, it's going to come down with their hammer, and he's going to make a national hero out of this guy. Yeah. It's despicable. Maybe you know, this guy doesn't deserve any kind of good press as far as I'm concerned, but you're probably right. But he doesn't deserve to be in a cage, and no, nor does right. anybody oh, else definitely. who writes any book about any well, topic whatsoever. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be in a cage for that, but, but who knows what else he's doing. But way that you stand on this guy, you know, going to jail, whether you think he's a scumbag or whether you think he's a champion for First Amendment, either way that you look at it, arresting this guy is going to blow up in everybody's face. Yep. Marcus, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to James in Michigan, listening to WTKG. Hello, James. James, you're on the Good air. Good evening. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I um, have a couple of opinions about this issue. Um, one thing I can say is that when I first developed a love for reading, I did so because it allowed my mind to go places that I physically possibly couldn't go. And that has been something that I found about reading. Now, my, my, my fear with this is that if you even advocated as being, let's say, a educational prevention manual or whatever the case may be, that picking that up and allowing that viewpoint to get into your mind, it has the ability, can I say, to kind of corrupt you in, in so many ways. I mean, it's almost like if you think about pornography. You know, the person that has never actually seen it or the child has never actually seen it, then one day they're actually on the computer and bop, something pops up and now they're 
they got this image in their mind that they never, you know, get out of their head or whatever. So it's kind of like to me, I'm just kind of against it because of the fact that it puts you in a mental state that where the mind goes, the well, body can soon follow. Let me see if I'm understanding you. You're saying you believe that somebody who doesn't have the inclination towards sex with children would pick up this book and all of a sudden get into it? Well, they'll, they'll get to a point where it, it may be an opinion that they never even thought about even considering or they may have been if you buy the book subject, about why would how they to buy be, it <laughs> yeah if you buy the book about how to be a pedophile you've probably considered it unless you're one you of those know, parents that want to know how the you know how they think it, it, exactly if you could be one of those parents now on, on the flip seems side seems pretty it, unlikely I mean, <laughs> it does seem like an outlandish are you, claim are you a parent you pick it up. Yes, you, I am. I have, I have three children. I have three children. You think this right? book you could convert what? you? You yeah. know, like no. You're <laughs> intending to save your kids, and then you're like, oh well, I hey, these are kind of good ideas. I wouldn't even want this crap to even be before me because it's so you know despicable as far as you know teaching somebody how to take advantage of somebody that's not mature in their mind and in their their ability to make their own opinion. I mean, I've read a page decision. turner before, but uh, I've never like I've read some suspense novels where there's like a killer going around and killing people, a Dean Koontz or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I've never really actually thought about becoming a killer as a result of reading a suspense you, novel. Right? Maybe I'm just not what, impressionable. You may, right, you may not have done that, but be honest with yourself. There's a lot of desensitization to violence because of the things that we do see on TV. Whereas a bit maybe at a time where if you heard about some pain that's happening like someone getting decapitated or whatever, it would have been like, oh my God. So James, do you think it's okay that they're putting putting this man in a cage for writing this book? No, I think this. I think if anything, they should have monitored where the act who actually is ordering the book. Now that now it might be something to actually keep an eye on the author and see if he goes and picks up kids in a van. That might be something to do. More coming up. Thanks for the call. Uh, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you can bring up what you want just dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231 you don't have to talk about freedom of speech but that is the issue at hand here and yes that is the issue even though we're talking about a pedophile allegedly who has written a book about how to be a pedophile who's now been arrested for selling that book to somebody in Polk County, Florida, to an undercover cop, being charged with some ludicrous uh, crime. I think the actual title of the crime is Distribution of Obscene Material Depicting Minors Engaged in Harmful Conduct. Basically, this sheriff wanted to find whatever he could to get this guy arrested. And he's got a law in Florida that is basically open-ended enough to where somebody who writes a story about sex with somebody who's underage is breaking that law. Not only somebody who writes the story, but somebody who sells that story to somebody else or somebody who transfers that story to somebody else or somebody who downloads that story. And there are all kinds of stories on the internet because some people have sexual proclivities that maybe are less than acceptable to society, like this one. 
and they know that it's less than acceptable to society. So they don't act on those proclivities, right? So they're they're interested in children. They might be a pedophile, but they haven't actually gone to the playground to try to pick one up uh, in the you know the back of their creepy van. How many of them are that way versus how many actually act out? I don't know, but they're out there. And I would presume it's the majority of them that don't act on their instincts. But these people are still they still have their interests. We actually I don't know about instincts, desires. That's desires. That. They still have uh, the, these interests, and so they're still going to pursue them. And maybe some of them don't want to, you know, download child pornography, for instance. Maybe they feel better. Maybe they're more titillated by having a story, something that they can read and use their imaginations uh, with. And uh, this is basically saying that's illegal, that these people shouldn't even be able to have, you know, a text file with a fantasy story written into it. That's what this sheriff is saying, that he extradited this guy from Colorado on felony charges because of of text. And let's not forget that there have been people in the United States arrested for cartoon pictures, for for purchasing cartoon pictures of what were deemed as children having sex. You know, whether they're uh, the, the, you know, the, the Simpsons. Or it may cartoon- be tacky, but there's no victim there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody drew something on paper. No child was harmed in the making of that Simpsons porn. We were talking about earlier, a guy in Australia arrested because he had porn of Bart and Lisa. This country, too. There have been uh, people arrested for cartoons. Right. For the the hentai stuff that comes over from japan for instance where there's a frequent theme there's the loli porn where they got uh, underage girls involved in sexual situations in magazines or co- comic books and that's a criminal act apparently to purchase and to uh, to look at that again it may be unacceptable by most societal standards but this is a person's private business it's what they're doing on their own without involving another human being why can't why can't you leave them alone? 1-800-259-9231. Ladies come first here on Free Talk Live. Let's talk to Penny listening to Info FM in uh, Waco, Texas, KBCT. Hello, Penny. Hello. Gosh, you're breaking my heart, guys. Why? I just keep listening to you over and over again. First of all, it's this guy created a, a manual for these people for, I mean, you know, you're saying that it's it's wrong. Most people believe it's wrong. I would I would pray that all people would believe that molesting a child is wrong. I would and hope so whether too. Whether or not whether or not he's acting on it, he's giving this manual. He's gift wrapping this manual for Christmas to his friends that are sick, like he is. So throw him in a cage, huh? People, look, you know what? I know that you guys are fighting for freedom of speech. But I keep hearing it. it's all about you. You don't want them to take away your right to speak. But what about those kids? Who's going to fight for them? You know, uh, like the kids haven't been their- hurt. Yeah, there's no kids involved here. This is just a speech issue. If parents well, are worried look, about their people, kids, kids those kids know, can get shot by guns. Fighting, look, those kids can get shot by guns. Let's outlaw walk. guns. Those kids can get run over by cars. Let's outlaw cars. Those kids you can. Are you kidding me? Okay, there was a whenever, um, and I'm not trying to get into a whole other debate here, but when there is the debate about gays, homosexuals getting married, it was like out of question for anyone to say if they allow that, then people can marry their dogs or whatever. And everyone was like, that's because it's that's because it's a stupid comparison. Heard. Like it's a remarkably but dumb so, thing to wait say. Wait a minute, but wait a minute. So is comparing a book that's telling people how to molest children. Comparing that to anything, to a book about about growing marijuana? Come on, guys. 
they're both illegal activities. Well, the caller earlier said that the person who wrote the the book about growing marijuana should be arrested too because that's illegal. We're not even, those are so far-fetched from well, each other. It's not that opinion. far away. What you're saying is that because because of the nature of the crime, it's it's much more scary, so we should, you know, we should react in a much more frightened fashion. But I'm here to say that parents are responsible for keeping their kids safe, and the society is responsible for punishing the wrongdoers, but the people that have only spoken or written have committed no crime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and just because, you know, here's an example. There's a guy with a book, but how many people are out there, you know, telling their friends these tips or showing them chatting online? Who knows? I mean, you don't know all those people. So it's not like this one thing is. It's not wrong to speak. Right. Breaking the Constitution makes a wrong. How's that? Okay. You know what? Here's my stance. If it means protecting those kids and their innocence, take a. I'll shut up. Shut me up. Well, what about, their other, what about their other innocence? Uh, for instance, a lot of young boys would be interested in blowing up things. They're interested in starting you know, fires and uh, making things go boom. Mark, uh, you might have been interested in that yeah, as a young boy. I blew up my fair share of lizards and frogs. A lot of them. And, of course, now there's a, it's pretty easy to go online and learn how to make bombs uh, in, in ways that uh, teenagers 20 years ago never could I do. whipped up things with gasoline and, uh, and, and fertilizer underneath my house. Now, you could point out that the, the information that's online might actually help make people make bombs in a safer manner but nonetheless there's more information out there you can about make much bigger bombs yeah. right about making bombs and so therefore does that also destroy their innocence uh, coming across this information should that information also be banned because it could hurt kids i mean they could blow their hands off their little fingers right okay i have five nieces and nephews i'd rather them have their fingers missing than have have to have, be forced to have sex with them with some sick person really and I... you know what it's if it's not even about the kids it's about those people who are sick. And I think we can all agree that those pedophiles are sick. Yeah. And you're giving them a manual to encourage their behavior. Why not reach out to help them? Should they, you know, I'm fine sometimes... with reaching out to help, but I don't think you help somebody by forcing them into a cage. And I'd like to reiterate and that we aren't are doing anything. Them by allow, but how are, how are you, just you, you, know, you, anyone, us as a society, helping him? By pay, giving him money for this book that he's written, I haven't bought the book. It yeah. to be distributed to oh, other people because but allowing isn't speech? doing anything. You see, allowing is, is not doing something. Really, that important to you? Yes, yeah. freedom yeah. of speech is the most important thing. We have what more, we have today because people stood up to nuts freedom. like you that would that would shut people up and said no, slavery's wrong. No, treating black people, uh, you know, as lower species is wrong. No, telling it's women that they right. can't vote That's is wrong. wrong. Freedom Freedom of speech is the most important thing that we have. What's the reason? There's a reason. There's nobody's molesting children. There's always a reason. There's always an excuse, Penny. Because you're suggesting that our constitutional, our our God-given right, be taken away because there's something that scares you out there. And believe me, there's something out there that scares everybody. If you could take this. Regulate that we can't do anything, and I believe that's why the forefathers gave us this constitution. And yes, including freedom of speech, but some, but but there's got to be but a some line. speech. Right. Unless Penny if doesn't like it. No, no, there's not a line. There's a piece. There's a piece here that scares you, and there's pieces all around that scare other people. And pretty soon, you. you don't have freedom of speech anymore. You either have freedom of speech or you don't. If somebody could tell you to okay, shut up about who, something and put you in a cage so because you about, said it. 
then you don't have freedom of speech. Then what about the kids' freedom of speech? But they're going to lose it if this guy it. loses his. You don't lose freedom of speech by having somebody write a book about how to be a pedophile. Thank you, uh, Penny, for the call tonight. Apparently, she's in favor of free speech as long as she's in control. Like, as long as it's okay with Penny, then you can you can have free speech. Don't give me the uh, uh, fire in a crowded theater thing either. It's private property, and that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's not fun being the one, you know, protecting the pedophile. I'm not trying to do that here. <laughs> but I don't think we're protecting the pedophile. Yeah. Out the pedophile. Like I said earlier... Yeah. This guy's face is all over the news right now. Yep. It, it, it wouldn't be hard for concerned parents to hire a private investigator, or have some PI uh, jump on it as you know, kind of community service, follow this guy I think guy this guy around. should be watched, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I, he sounds dangerous to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so this guy has essentially outed himself as a pedophile. That's a right. pretty rare thing. If he's a, if he's a real, real live pedophile, he's going to do something stupid, and you don't need to get him for this book. This is just some sheriff in a podunk uh, county in Florida that wants to but get a big old name for how himself. How revealing was that statement from Penny? Is freedom of speech really that important to you? That is a creepy thing to say. Oh, that is yeah. a scary thing to say. Clearly, you don't know how to use your freedom of speech, Ian. supposedly likes freedom. Hey, Totasac, Tupac, going to you. If you call in now at 603-435-1105, caller 5 gets it. 603-435-1105. Dial in. Hour three's next. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. Free speech. The topic tonight brought about by a pedophile. Well, allegedly alleged pedophile. Someone who wrote a book about how to be a pedophile has been arrested for selling a book. We'll come back and uh, discuss more about that. 800-259-9231. want to make sure we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, by the way, it's Christmas Day, and we're here live. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Again, the website, freetalklive.com. The features there are free. So you go, you enjoy, and pay nothing. Well, unless you want to, and we've got different ways you can support the show. We'll tell you about those a little bit later on. But otherwise, enjoy all the features there at freetalklive.com on the house. And by the way, Free Talk Live will continue to be live throughout the holidays. New Year's Eve, we are going to be here with you. I haven't confirmed New Year's Day yet. I believe that we will be able to be here uh, for you on New Year's Day as well, I'm hoping. 
I mean, if we can do Christmas Day this year, we can do New Year's Day as well. So thanks to Kyle for coming in and running the board for us, uh, special for us tonight, because normally our network is shut down. All the other shows on the network doing refeeds, best ofs, shows across the country in syndicated radio, all the Rush Limbaugh's and those guys all taking vacations. We are here tonight. We'll take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. We have been hearing, if you're just tuning in now, it's been a scary night on Free Talk Live. We have been hearing some very... Scary things coming from the mouths of people who otherwise would probably say they support freedom of speech. Well, but- this is what happens when you push the envelope of speech. And I mean, this is I, I've gotten too wound up about it because I, honestly, I had a piece of chocolate and it has the caffeine and I'm allergic to it. <laughs> just I, a I, piece of chocolate. I swear it just it drives me insane. But not to say that I have the best Was control. Was it the milk ball that I just gave you or something uh, no, earlier? I had, I had a piece of chocolate earlier. Oh, OK. And um, Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 bad for me. But you know, the, the this is what happens when you push the envelope. People need to. I mean, you're talking about a very emotional topic, and people need to sort of come to grips with it. And at some point, we probably need to discuss the Reverend Martin Niemöller poem, where um, you know the, the the poem where first they came for the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so I said came nothing. Yeah, and then they came for the trade unionists. unionists and and I wasn't a trade unionist, so I said nothing. The Jews, and, and I wasn't a Jew, so I said nothing. And then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak up for me. But I think Americans believe it can stop. The, the, the Americans that are uncomfortable by this guy's book, which is a book called The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, A Child Lover's Code of Conduct, that Americans, uh, some of these Americans that are, would normally consider themselves freedom of speech are willing to bend that in some areas. And they don't understand that that means that it'll keep bending, that that means that the government will keep going, that they'll keep criminalizing speech, that they'll keep outlawing books, that, uh, that they believe that they can just stop it here. Yeah, right. If you, let the, you give the government the power to, uh, to, to, to stomp all over speech in this area, don't worry, citizen. They'll stop right there. I mean, because this is important, right? They've always done what they promised before, right? The government guys, not that they're <laughs> right. not that they're promising to do anything in this case. They're they're arrest. They arrested a guy for selling a book. Yes, the topic is despicable, but the fact that he's been arrested on writing because he sold a book is so crazy. It's let's continue with your phone calls. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. See what you think. And go to Jerry listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Jerry. Jerry? Do we have Jerry in West Virginia? Jerry going once? Oh, he's gone. My bad. Actually, I, I, I forgot. We actually have Lisa on the line. I oh, yeah. Make sure Lisa, Lisa can get on uh, first because she is a lady listener. And actually, normally we don't have – normally the winners of our contest don't actually ask to go on the air. But uh, she actually won the two-pack of the Tota Sack tonight too, Lisa. So uh, you're calling from Florida. Welcome to Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, hey. I was so lucky to get in my car, be going to the store, and I heard this, and I had to call. I am going to be 50 in about three months. I was I was raised by a man who is a pedophile, never arrested, no, nothing ever happened to him, and mm. he's still alive. Wow. I am going to tell you, I went through eight years of horror at the hands of this man, not just that, but physical abuse, too. My brother and I, and my mother finally left him. But I will say, this man has the right to say whatever he has to say. These these uh, materials have been available for as long as people have been doing whatever they wanted to do in their sick little minds. <laughs> and whatever he wants to do in his mind is fine when and if he did break a law 
by committing something against a child, then and only then should he be arrested. Yeah, as soon as somebody gets hurt. That's right. And this woman, Penny, Penny what, whatever, she's, uh, can I say she's an idiot? Because you know what? No one was there to speak for me, and I didn't expect anybody to be there to speak for me because I was threatened. And, and the thing is, is that my mother should have protected me, but she didn't know, okay? The children speak for themselves. Their parents are to, to protect them, just like you said, oh, let's outlaw cars. No, uh-uh. This is a slippery slope we're fixing to step on here. And that man who who was arrested should not have been arrested unless he committed the crime wow. against the child itself. And Lisa, I am thank an you. advocate of this. Th- th- thank uh, you, so freedom of speech. Uh, thank you. Not, not yes. molestation. But uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, the fact no, that no. somebody uh, like you could call in tonight and and tell your personal story, and obviously we're not digging into the details. Thank goodness, no, I don't no, think anybody no. wants that. It was, it, just I could just say it was horrible, right? <laughs> but to, but to tell your personal story about the horrors you experienced for several years of your life at the hands of this, you know, child molester, my father, is just absolutely horrifying. But the fact that you can still put all of that aside and look at this issue from a freedom of speech standpoint and say, yes, I disagree with what he's saying, but That's I defend right. his right to say it. That's right. Who was it that said, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death. Was it Voltaire? You're right to say it. I, I think that's a Voltaire yeah. quote. I think it was Voltaire. Lisa, thank you so much for your call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And thank hey, you for being there. Well, wow, that was so cool. And what did I win? Uh, you won a two-pack. <laughs> as long as she won, right? Yeah, a two-pack of the Tota Sack. If you just got back from the grocery store, you're going to love them. They're going to help you bring the grocery bags back in from the car in an amazingly easy fashion. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, and I will be listening to you guys from what nights are you on? Well, you're in Tampa, so you can hear us any old time on Saturday nights from seven to nine. But we're also on all week long on the internet, uh, freetalklive.com. Some of our radio oh, stations because the holidays, because everybody's doing their reruns. Well, I mean, we, some stations take us just Saturday nights. Some take us all week long. And in Tampa, you just get us Saturday nights. But listen to us any old time online at freetalklive.com. And, and, oh, and thank you for the for the call tonight. I appreciate Lisa, and uh, we're glad that we could be here for you. As well on this holiday weekend, because nobody wants to come work holidays, we do it on Free Talk Live. Because if we you want to take, take a look at the Totasac, go to t o t a s a k dot u s. That's Totasac dot u s. There's no c in Totasac. Totasac dot u s. All right, so eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue. How do you argue with uh, with that call? Let's yeah. go to Stephen listening to W T A R in Virginia. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Yes, thank you. Um, I am a strong advocate of the U.S. Constitution and its amendments, so I'm assuming you are too. Um, you know what? I used to be one of those constitutional guys. I like the rights. I like the idea of, of human rights, and I respect uh, other, other people's human rights. But I don't think the Constitution is my Constitution because I didn't sign it. And I think that generally the Constitution— that 16th one I sure don't like. Yeah, the, generally the Constitution is just essentially a window dressing for the violence of the state to essentially distract people from what the state really is, which is a group of men and women that, uh, that use violence to get their way to, uh, to get obedience and money from— People. But largely, I like the Bill of Rights. The first ten are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I like those yeah. idea about rights. So it's I, I mainly just that. a pretty picture now, though, because yeah. nobody follows it. Right, the government doesn't respect the Constitution, so uh, it's supposed to be a book of rules for them to follow. It's not for us. Uh, it's written to supposedly bind the government, and clearly hasn't worked for that purpose. But rights, I fully support rights. 
Okay, so basically we were talking about the First Amendment. That's correct. Okay. Um, I believe in the First Amendment, but how about this? Could we someday have a new U.S. constitutional amendment that states that any and all protection of a minor, 16 years old or younger, will be superseded by the First Amendment? So you're saying amend the Constitution to make it so that people who write books about pedophilia can't be arrested? I'm saying that there should be another amendment to protect minors 16 years old or younger, which would Sorry, I'm going to tell you what. I'll bring you back here in a moment. You can explain it a little better. Uh, more coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. Talk live. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. That's right. We're here on Christmas Day. And you can bring up anything you want as always. 800-259-9231. Thank goodness for those businesses that stay open on holidays. Uh, 7-Eleven was open today. Our favorite uh, Chinese food place uh, is open today. They don't you, can care always count on, you always can count on the Chinese food places. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and Free Talk Live is here. We are here to take your phone calls. 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. Uh, we We've got a lot of them, and one of them is our news updates. You can get signed up and be kept in the loop whenever there's something about Free Talk Live that you need to know. Go to news.freetalklive.com, get signed up, follow us via email, updates, or Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Again, go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for free. Are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount prescription services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click become a member there on the left-hand side of the page. Their customer service is excellent. I've gone through the process. I've been to their offices. I've met the people that work there. This isn't some kind of high-sell, you know, high-pressure sales thing where they give you crappy meds. These are the, the top-quality meds, name-brand meds from uh, you know, different places around the world and the United States. Whether it's Viagra, Cialis, Boniva, Amplify, Lipitor, Nexium, or Zetia, it's meds.freetalklive.com. All right, so let's continue here with your calls and thoughts. Uh, We're talking about freedom of speech, specifically uh, spurred by a discussion regarding a a man who wrote a book about how to be a pedophile. He's been arrested for selling that book, not for being a pet, not for actually uh, molesting a child or anything like that. They don't have any evidence on him for that, but he wrote a book. He didn't talk about his experiences, from what I understand. He didn't say, I did these things. He just said, here's how you do it. And so from a freedom of speech perspective, this guy should be completely protected. Yet some uh, podunk sheriff in Florida has decided to uh, arrest this guy and have him extradited from Colorado. That's what started the, the discussion here. We're getting your thoughts on uh, how to handle a situation like this. I prefer the outside the system approach, the, you know, the ostracism. Show this guy's face on national television. Put his picture all over the Internet and let people decide for themselves how to handle him by, you know, not 
allowing him to come into their business, for instance, or certainly not letting their kids uh, talk to him or whatever, you know, to, to affect this man's life in ways that don't involve putting him in a cage for saying things that people don't like. Because that, as our last caller, uh, one of our last callers put it, is a very dangerous slippery slope. As soon as you allow the government to crush somebody's speech that you don't like, before you know it, the government is going to be crushing speech that you do like. Just give them time and they'll outlaw something that you enjoy. Let's go to, I believe Stephen is still with us, listening uh, to WTAR. Now, Stephen, you were saying you wanted a constitutional amendment. I was, we're short on time in that last segment. I didn't quite understand what you were getting at. Yes, sir. Uh, I'd like to see a constitutional amendment. However, I want to state up front, I am with you in regards to the First Amendment. This gentleman had the right to write a book, um, and I'm going to stop at that. He had a right to write a book. So what do you want to see as far as an amendment is concerned? Okay, um, sure. Uh, As I said with this amendment, I would like to see it do this, the following, to protect a minor from verbal abuse, to to protect to defend a minor from physical harm, or and to protect a minor from the written word that would endanger the minor's life and limb. Okay, that seems pretty expansive. Number one, uh, the Constitution was written to control the federal government, not state governments, and it's state governments that typically have laws against assault and, and physical harm. But since the, the advent of the 14th Amendment, the, all constitutional protections have been applied to states. But this would be these would be uh, you know things. We don't that need actually... the federal government to write a law against murder. The states all have that. They do their own laws about physical harm. Sure. But your first we've already one was... got assault too. So I don't know what uh, the physical thing is. Your, your I mean, first uh, your first thing that you wanted in the amendment though was was verbal verbal harm. What, what was that again? Verbal abuse. Verbal abuse. So like if I called somebody four eyes in school, would that be considered uh, yeah, verbal whatever abuse? Whatever happened to that old sticks and stones will break my bones? But right. words, you know they taught us that nonstop in school what what would you consider verbal abuse well verbal abuse would be like you just said um four eyes you want to make that you want to make calling somebody four eyes a violation of the constitution a lot of kids in jail (laughs) well i do want to stress a very important that abuse does hurt sure it does well yeah i mean like 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 meg said you know sticks and stones a neighbor kid can call, oh, an adult can call a 14-year-old boy a, a gay guy. And that's, uh, you know, very offensive to some guy who is being uh, labeled su- as such. So anybody, as long as you've offended the child, then it should be a criminal act in your opinion. Wow, I'm going to... It's crazy. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And by the way, it shows that he doesn't really understand the uh, the Constitution. The Constitution wasn't intended for lawmaking. It was intended to, to bind the government down and prevent them from aggressing against people in certain ways. Uh, but clearly, they, they did end up using it for lawmaking, like with prohibition. Uh, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So calling somebody a name, as long as they're under a certain age, criminal act, according to that guy. Amazing. I yeah, I think that this is where the cyberbullying stuff would uh, would certainly come into play. You know, and this is also an example of how things can go downhill real quick. As oh, soon yeah. as you outlaw one form of speech that you don't like, before you know it, it's calling somebody four eyes. Now, it's not a nice thing to say, but freedom of speech means you get to say things that aren't nice. And the best way to deal with speech you don't like is to speak back. It's yeah. to either ignore it or to speak back. And like I said, I much prefer that those people who have those viewpoints that maybe I find distasteful speak those out so that I know to avoid those people as opposed to get them involved in my life and then later figure out, oh, this guy's a racist or something. Like, 
I don't want that in there. So, yeah. You Let know, me see your racist bumper sticker and your racist T-shirts yeah. so I know who to not hang out with and to associate with. That's absolutely right. And, and look, I was called names when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. I was all I had to do is look at you to know that I was made fun of uh, when I was growing up, and that's okay. It's all right. I mean, the idea that punishing those kids for calling me names would have been appropriate. No, thank you. I don't want to go down that road. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Mike is listening to WBHP in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there, Mike in Alabama. Going once. Uh, Hey there. Yeah. Hey bud. How you doing, man? Hey super. What's on your mind tonight, Mike? Well. uh... I'm in a death metal band, so freedom of speech for us is very important. Uh, you know, we sing about, I'm sure, ten times worse of anything that guy's got in his book. Oh, absolutely. Uh, death metal has some just... Dis- I, I listened to some as a teenager, and uh, usually you can't understand the lyrics, but if you actually but read they, them... But they put them on the inside of yeah. the CD. Yeah. Now there is Christian death metal. I don't know how that works. It's but. true. There is Christian death metal, but uh, you know, like I remember listening to a band called Cannibal Corpse. Oh, where, yes, sir. What's that? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so Cannibal Corpse, uh, one of their songs was called Force-Fed Broken Glass, and you can have... You, you know, you can guess... Based on the song title. It went down from there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and murder people or eat dead bodies. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand where that guy, you know, he had every right to write what he did. Uh, like you said, it's not. it doesn't mean that, you know, other people's going to go out and do it. But uh, I disagree with you on that. And uh, I agree with you fully. And, you know, that freedom of speech has our band and pays my bills. What's so. the name of your band? Give it a plug. Uh, trocar, trocar at myspace.com. T-R-O-C-A-R? K-A-R. K-A- what? K-A-R. <laughs> Spell it. T-R-O-K-A-R. T-R-O-K-A-R. Thanks for the call tonight. Good luck with your band. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves, toll free. That's right, we're here. It's Christmas Day. We'll take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. Freedom of speech has been the main topic here tonight. Uh, 800-259-9231. Specifically, the freedom of disgusting speech. Icky speech. Speech that people don't really want to hear. And, of course, one of the other solutions to freedom of speech is, uh, or to speech you don't want to hear is private property. We can talk about that in a moment. Uh, but I want to tell you about how to get your hands, or Mark wants to tell you about how to get your hands on some gold and silver. Well, you know, people on talk radio are constantly talking about getting a hold of gold for, you know, either as a, a barter currency, a hedge against inflation, investment, because it's been going up, up, and up. But when I tried looking at gold, it's been, you know, maybe five Six, seven, eight years uh, ago, I found it really confusing. I, you know, I called in one of these major places. They wanted to, the salesman wanted to sell me collector coins from back in the 1800s or something like that. And I just wanted some gold. And I, you know, I didn't know much about it. I didn't know how to compare apples to apples. If somebody sells you a gold coin, you don't know anything about gold. 
Well, I, you know what? What? How much are they supposed to buy it for? You don't have any idea. Well, um, go to gold.freetalklive.com. I put some simple coins there that are really just. Some of them have, you know, they're, they're older coins, but they are intended to get gold and silver in your hands, and they're common. You can come ask these other companies to compare. You'll find out that the prices at gold.freetalklive.com offered by Midas Resources are uh, the company that we've uh, teamed up with are likely. The cheapest that you're going to find, especially among these big companies, I suppose you could search the internet over, uh, you know, check at eBay and all that stuff and find uh, some cheaper prices. But, you know, you'll have the opportunity to look at some gold and silver coins there and get them into your hands. It's gold.freetalklive.com. So before we continue with your thoughts, a real quick comment on uh, one of the ways that you can control speech you don't like. If you, Besides bringing the government into it, I support freedom of speech. That doesn't mean I support all of the topics that people are speaking on. I don't care for racism at all. I don't want racism to appear on my blog site. I've got a blog. It's freekeen.com. Meg is one of the bloggers there. And uh, there's a comments area. And up until recently, that comments area was completely unrestricted. Totally anonymous users could come in there and post whatever they wanted to. But there was still there was still a rule against certain types of posts, like spam. I don't want you to come in and tell me about your penis pills on my comments section. That's not productive conversation. It's not what we want on, on our website. Freekeen.com is private property. We get to set the rules there. I don't want the KKK members trying to recruit on you know the Freekeen comments. I don't want posts about uh, violence. I don't want uh, racism. I don't want those posts there. So one of the things we did recently was we uh, created a, a, a mandated thing where you have to actually register with the website to post rather than just allowing any old anonymous drive-by posting. And, of course, the trolls were outraged by this. I thought you supported freedom of speech. This is censorship. Well, no. It's... Yeah, people that say that generally don't know what freedom of speech means. Yeah. Look, I, agree, I, I think you should, you're, you should be free to uh, you know, sing songs if you want. You come by my window at 2 a.m. in the morning trying to serenade me, I'm going I'm to kick you off my property. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to make it so that people can't say the things you don't want them to say, then make sure that's one of your rules on your private property. But if this guy wants to publish his book and somebody wants to publish it or he wants to put it up as a PDF file on his website, that's his private property. That's his property and he should be able to to write whatever he wants. That's his book. He wrote that. He bought the pages to print to print on. He's the one that published the book. His private property. Leave him alone until he's harmed somebody else. No crime has been committed. Transmitting ideas, even despicable ones should not be a criminal act. Let's continue with your thoughts. Tim is on the line, and he is in uh, in Idaho, listening to WXNT. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. Must be Indiana. Indiana, perhaps? Indeed. Yes, Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. Indeed. By the way, Tim, before you go on, uh, big news for the folks there in Indy. Is it, How many times have you heard the show before? You know what? I'm in a band, too, but not, not a heavy metal band. But uh, I'm usually working this time, but not on Christmas night. So well, uh, We've got big news. Uh, Free Talk Live has been on WXNT for years. It's one of our longest-running radio stations. So I think it's our second, eld- uh, second eldest station. It is. been on since wow. 2005, and they've had us on for Saturday nights for a long time. Uh, starting in January, Free Talk Live is going to be heard every single weeknight there, which is great news. And starting on Monday morning, we're going to be taking over 
for Abdul, their morning show host, as he takes a week off. You're actually going to be Great. hearing Free Talk Live all week long in the mornings on uh, WXNT there in Indy. So just wanted to announce the, the good news for our Indy listeners. And uh, Indy listeners can call us all throughout the week at nighttime and then actually be able to hear themselves the next morning on the radio, which is pretty cool. So anyway, go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, Abdul's a friend of mine. I've been on his show promoting a book I wrote a few years back about our our band. But I'm not here to I'm not promoting my band tonight. But I was intrigued with this this whole idea of freedom of speech versus what can happen um, when teaching, which books do. Right? We learn. We go. Sure. You went to school. I went to school. We learned by reading and filling our minds with certain information, and that content goes in. And now we're I'm. I learned guitar, and you know somebody taught me how. Well, books are meant to teach people things, right? So this guy's written a book, and I certainly understand the lady's point of view earlier about uh, the fear of what can happen in society and the consequences of teaching people the wrong thing. That's what the fear is, and then the consequences is somebody acting upon that information that was learned from a book. They, and then they acted upon these what you've been calling despicable, um, you know, tendencies or, or uh, desires or what have you, and that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the bigger picture of that slippery slope. You mentioned the slippery slope of uh, losing our freedom of speech in one area, and it can happen. You know, it can be like a domino effect. Well, what, the other slippery slope is without morals. And I think our forefathers had a good idea. They weren't all Christians, but they all recognized, okay, there's a there's a God, there's a power. There must be a set of rules to go by. So there's there's so we have rules in society and laws, therefore. And I think that's what the thing is. When we start teaching people things that are despicable, whether or not it should be protected by you know First Amendment rights or not, it can lead to destruction of our society. And I think that's the biggest fear because wh- where do you draw the line? When it, when it starts harming society in the bigger overall picture. You can't define what that means, though, harming society. There's no way to discern when society has been harmed because society doesn't exist. It's just an idea. There are human beings. There are individuals. There are people. And it's easy to tell when a human being has been harmed because, in the case of child molestation, something sexual is done to somebody without their uh, without their permission. That's molestation. If it's uh, if it's rape, then that's going even further, uh, you know, physically violating uh, the orifice of of somebody and uh, so it's very easy to define when something has gone wrong with an individual but when how do you define when society's been harmed all kinds of people can make claims about this is a a harm to society our culture our culture they've been saying it since the very creation of the country i'd say columbine is a good uh, uh, columbine is a great example of harm to our society it did not i'm 58 you didn't hear of things like that happening when i was in school what has happened in our society? Well, wait a minute. The, like, maybe the reason well, was because you could have a you could have a rifle. You could come to school with guns yeah. back yeah. then. I mean, wasn't there one school shooting that you know it really didn't get the news? It didn't go anywhere because some kid happened to have a shotgun in his car, ran out, got it, stopped the whole thing. Well, I'd like to say that uh, the banning of guns from schools has harmed my society. Yeah. That, that that law has harmed my society. That's irreparable harm that uh, that has been done because now uh, now all the people that are in schools, the teachers and the kids and everybody there are completely defenseless. There's one cop on campus trying to run around, you know, protect everybody. That's not going to work too well. So essentially, uh, that's damaged my society. Am I due reparations now? There's cops at schools. Yeah, there's one cop typically. Well, what about hate? Uh, I'm, and I I think I know what you might think about uh, hate crimes because crime is a crime, right? But 
they have differentiated hate crime from a randomly, you know, a random victim. You know, yeah, I have a problem crime, with that. Right? I have a problem with that too. It it suggests that somehow somebody is more of a victim because mm-hmm. somebody let loose loose a racial slur or some sort of you know bigoted mm-hmm. uh, comment. Uh, perhaps they knew that the person was a bigot uh, while they attack somebody based on their sex or gender or, or their uh, or the, by, based on their race or whatever. Uh, saying that that's more important than the guy that gets beaten on the street because he has. Uh, you know, money. <laughs> it's a crime. If you hurt somebody, that they, they, you should be paying restitution, and the restitution should be co- commensurate with the damage that was done and the amount of time that was lost and so, so on and so forth, not the whether or not your feelings were hurt. I thank you for the call tonight. appreciate it. 800-259-9231. One segment remains in this Christmas Day edition. Maybe we'll get your thoughts on next. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. We'll try to sneak in here the remaining moments of this live Christmas Day edition of the program. Joining you tonight is Ian. And Meg. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners there and more. All the features there on the site are free. But if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live as we continue on into a, a new year, a new decade, actually... Uh, as we continue on here, we'll uh, continue to grow the show. In fact, January is already rounding up to be a good month for adding some brand new uh, affiliates and bringing more listeners to this program. The AMP program helps us do that. It's three bucks a month. Now, remember, we give you the website for free. So this is above and beyond all that. This is if you appreciate the show and you want to help us out. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up for uh, with any major credit card, PayPal. Some alternative options are available there as well. Amp.freetalklive.com. Com, uh, you get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, the AMP-only podcast, which is uh, does not have the usual podcast commercials. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Let's continue here with your phone calls. We've got David on the line listening in West Virginia, I believe. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Howdy. Hey. Um, excuse me, I'm a little bit nervous. This is my first time calling to a radio station. That's but, all right. Uh, Don't you worry about it. What's on your mind tonight? I wanted to talk about the book, uh, the book that that uh, fellow wrote. The pedophile book, How to Be a Pedophile, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing that kind of struck me odd about it was that uh, the book uh, was purchased by the sheriff, correct? I think it was uh, a deputy one of sheriff, his agents, yeah. I think so. Uh, it sounds kind of uh, weird to me that, uh, that they would purchase it because it wasn't a crime until they purchased it and purchased it. And had it delivered to their state. It's correct. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just figure I'd point that out. Uh, right, as though this man is supposed to know the laws of all of the jurisdictions. Uh, I mean, it's ludicrous enough to believe that you could possibly know the laws of the current area in which you live. That's almost an impossibility. But the the idea would be that you'd also have to know the laws in Polk County, Florida, if you live in uh, you know Colorado, where this guy was living at the time. It's so it's ludicrous. Exactly, but. Uh, you know, I think that if 
if this guy has to be held accountable for that law, the person who ordered it should be held accountable as well because they yeah. knew the law and they knew that that person was going to get in trouble for uh, deliver, delivering the book. Well, that would pretty much throw into, and I'm not saying I disagree, that would pretty much throw into a tailspin every law on prohibition, every law that uh, you know includes uh, you know marijuana, cocaine, right. They exempt themselves guns, from those laws. Uh, you know, whatever it is. They, they usually write in something like, unless you know committed by an agent of the state for a lawful purpose yeah. or something yeah. like that. So they give themselves total exemptions. Um, another thing I wanted to uh, touch on is that uh, it's starting to feel like this country's trying to revert to like a Puritan era, where everything that is uh, questionable or otherwise uh, unacceptable is being incriminated. Yeah, they did the same thing to uh, some some pornographers during the Bush administration. They went after people like this guy named Max Hardcore, who was also, I believe, from Florida. The guy makes some despicable, distasteful, disgusting uh, pornography, and he went to federal prison uh, because of it. It it was completely consensual. These girls were getting paid to uh, act in these videos and do really gross things. This Um, wasn't two girls, one cup, was it? No, no, that's something else. But uh, that level of disgusting. It is gross like that. Yeah. And so this guy ends up going to jail again on the similar sounding charges, these so-called obscenity charges, which Uh, is basically, hey, somebody doesn't like this. We're putting you in a cage for it. uh, That's what I believe these obscenity laws are for. They're just so vague that uh, they can use that to charge you for something that um, just whatever reason that they don't like. Absolutely right, David. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's get Wayne on here listening to WCHV in Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville, you're uh, Wayne. Hello. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Good evening. Merry Christmas to all. Hey. Happy holidays to you, Wayne. What's on your mind tonight? I just want to make three topics. I don't want this to sound disturbed. Number one, I'm not drinking. Number two, I am against uh, child molesters, mm-hmm. but in, in the religious point of view, we have our, our our lawmakers swear on the Bible. We have our money, and God we trust. If you believe in God, then God created Adam and Eve. If Adam and Eve had children, well, then somebody had to multiply it. Do you follow? The kids you're, were humping each other. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe, that or they have Adam, to do the mom. Or... You're suggesting incest, perhaps. So what, what's your point? If that's what um, people believe, right. you have to get here somehow. Well, that's Number presuming that presuming you believe the story in the Bible and not uh, that right. some people. Evolved. Some people uh, would call themselves Christians, say they believe in the Bible, but don't believe that story to be, uh, you know, the the whole story. Well, okay. Well, I, I, I everybody's entitled. Number number two, uh, we we have a law against uh, uh, adultery, but if Abraham. If God told Abraham to go out and have uh, sex with his 12th wife and make Joseph, well then, but that's in another country. But um, third point is, I want to, if Tim, if you're still listening, in this town of Charlottesville, there's Thomas Jefferson. Our fathers believe from the stories that they raped young African girls. So pedophilia has been here since the time of beginning, since the beginning of time. Well, yeah, you go back into uh, the Greeks and uh, some of the things they were doing with uh, young boys, and it's certainly not an unfamiliar uh, predilection. Well, plus, well, I mean, we, are in a, we live in a civilized world now, but, but we're just talking about the United States. 
And, thanks, uh, thanks for your thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from well, you. Well, I mean, like, I would read stories about, you know, the Native American tribes, and the women in those tribes were maybe 13, 14, marrying, like, 30-year-old men. Mm-hmm. And so, sure. it, you know, it, it was totally standard well, for them. Now that now that's kind of interesting uh, distinction to point out here. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, we haven't really gotten into this, but there are many people of, you know, different ethnic origins in the United States. Let's say, you know, the Inuits, uh, the, the Eskimo folks up in uh, Alaska. Are we going to tell them that they can't, I mean, they've been marrying young for a very long time. They just look away, as I, as I understand it. Uh, the Alaskan authorities just don't bother with those people out there. They don't try to enforce those laws. But are we going to go there and call those people, they're every one of you are pedophiles? Well, and that's just it. They're not pedophiles. By definition, a pedophile is a child lover. Right. Well, files. Well, but, but it's important to point this yes. out. A, a pedophile is a child lover, and there there's a, a word, you mentioned a aphibiophile, which is somebody who is a lover of or is attracted to teenagers, essentially. People who have Young actually adult. developed, yeah. to Young, some extent, uh, post-pubescent people. Who are going either going Which, through honestly, puberty. Honestly, if any, uh, I, I don't know what it's like for women, but if guys would be honest about what they think about when they see young girls walking through the mall, and I'm talking about girls from the ages of 14 to, to 17 that are jailbait, as they've been called, and I, I feel like they I feel like they looked darn mature these days. You know, I don't know if it's the, uh, the hormones and the meat it's and things like that. It's an honest thing to say, Mark. It's and just the way it's marketing. people does, are. Does that make you a pedophile? No, I wouldn't want to have to talk to them. And, you know, that would just throw the whole thing into a, <laughs> in, into a, a tailspin. Plus, my wife would probably slit my throat. So. Let's go to David uh, in New Hampshire listening to WZBK in Keene. Hello, David. I was just going to say, um, if there is a point where it's against the law for freedom of speech, what would you say that point is? Never. There is no uh, speech that should be criminal. So the so the fire in the thing that isn't. Fire in a theater is a private property aspect. Right. Well, I think so. Here's here's what I'm saying. I, I don't think that the uh, government should criminalize speech in that way. I mean, people should be able to to be free to say what they want on their own property or in public property. Um, you know, I think there's problems with public property as far as uh, you know, ye- yelling at the top of your lungs in the middle of the night in a uh, you know city street. But people should be able to say what they want on their own property. It's when you get into other people's property and you may cause damage with the things you say that you should be held accountable a person who yells fire in a crowded theater um is yelling is is, you know causing damage to somebody's property they're ruining their business they uh you know things can get damaged uh you know as people are rushing for the exits people can break legs and things like that you're responsible for the things that you say but the government shouldn't be involved that's i guess what we're trying to say david okay anything Uh, else you want to say sure I don't know. I don't know what to think about. I'm pretty much against this guy, and if there was a law against it, I think he could be. I got no problem with Phelps going crazy with his crazy stuff. Well, I'm against this guy, too. I don't like what he's saying. No, he's disgusting. But I support his right to say it. David, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's talk to Pat listening in Michigan to WSJM-FM. Hello, Pat. Pat, you're in Benton Harbor. Are you with us? Pat. Yes, sir. Hey there. Take us on out, Pat. You've got the last thoughts here on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Last thought. All right. Well, I fought for my right to say what I want to say. Now, your First Amendment is totally correct the way you guys are following it. You Pat, you got 20 to... seconds. 
Well, that's advocating violence, and we don't know if this guy's actually committed the acts he's talking about. You don't have any evidence uh, for that. I thank you for the call tonight. We're out of time, but hey, don't worry about it. We got a live Saturday, or live Sunday show that's done from our studios on the internet only at freetalklive.com. We'll see you. Mo- Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Losing weight and then maintaining a healthy weight is an American obsession and one that I deal with constantly when I help my clients. The road to weight loss always needs to include exercise and a healthy diet. And one of the factors in a poor diet that people often overlook for weight loss is that a diet that lacks nutrients actually increases hunger. Getting more fiber in your diet is beneficial since fiber makes you feel full sooner and longer. Because it can be difficult to make sure you get all of your nutrients and fiber in your daily diet, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice with the acai berry, which naturally contains fiber and protein. It also contains nutrients like a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12, which helps your body convert carbohydrates into energy. Acai berry juice tastes fantastic and it's packed with a healthy combination of nutrients and fiber to help you maintain a healthy body weight. Drink a glass of delicious acai berry juice to help maintain your fit figure every day. To learn more about living healthy naturally and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.